This is ContraZoom, a live in limbo production. This is ContraZoom, where we go back and forth about film. I'm Dakota Arsenal, and I'm back with our second installment of the Best Picture Breakdown. Every year I go over all the Best Picture nominees and see what chances it has to win each category. And this year is no exception. This is the second episode, as I said. Um, the first episode, we I broke down Vice, Black Klansman, and Green Book. So if you haven't listened to that episode yet, please feel free to go back and, and listen to it. It will be linked in the show notes. But now, in episode two, we're going to talk about Three more Best Picture nominees. They are A Star is Born, Black Panther, and Bohemian Rhapsody. So when we get back, we're going to dive right into these three movies. Do you write songs or anything? I don't sing my own songs. Why? I just don't feel comfortable. Why wouldn't you feel comfortable? Almost every single person has told me they liked the way I sounded, but that they didn't like the way I look. I think you're beautiful. first film we're going to talk about today is A Star is Born, the third thrice-remaked film uh, that tackles the story of an aging alcoholic star who takes a young ingenue under his wing and it eventually leads to his downfall as she rises. The film, uh, directed by Bradley Cooper, has eight nominations and uh, that includes Best Picture, Best Actor for Bradley Cooper, Best Actress for Lady Gaga, Best Supporting Actor for Sam Elliott, Best Adapted Screenplay, Best Cinematography, Best Original Song for Shallow, and Best Sound Mixing. So I'm going to break down each of these categories and see what are the odds that it has to win. So we're going to start off with the biggie with Best Picture. This is a unique movie you know it seems to really have caught the attention of fans around the world it's really speaking to this generation of moviegoers and it's a really interesting spin on the classic story that has previously been made three other times uh most famously starring judy garland and barbara streisand two different versions of them um but where does it rank for for best picture odds Obviously, it's it's behind Roma, which right now really is looking like an unstoppable juggernaut come Oscar night. But I would place it right in the next tier, uh, up there with Green Book as probably the most likely one to, to slip up there into first place if the Academy decides that they're not going to give an Oscar, a Best Picture Oscar, to a foreign language film, something that has never actually been done before. So could A Star is Born be the beneficiary of that? I talked last week about Green Book and how it's a movie I don't really care for. And there was a couple categories where I believe it could be a coin flip of either being a front runner or a dark horse candidate. Uh, and for Best Picture, I said that if it was up to me, it would probably end up losing the coin flip. Here I am again talking about this coin flip for second place between Green Book and A Star is Born. And, and personally, I think A Star is Born is a much superior film. So if anyone is able to come and dethrone Roma, I hope it is A Star is Born over Green Book. 
Up next is Best Director, uh, sorry, not Best Director, Best Actor for Bradley Cooper. He got uh, Ben Affleck this year, uh, where a few years ago, Affleck directed Argo, was nominated for Best Picture and Best Actor. He ended up winning, well, was a part of the team that won Best Picture, and since he wasn't nominated for Best Director, he obviously didn't win it. And there is thoughts that maybe Bradley Cooper might be able to pull off a similar feat, where he wins Best Actor, and it's sort of seen as a culmination between both his acting and his directing and his writing, but we'll get to that later um, and, and see how he'll do. Unfortunately, while I think the Best Actor race is probably pretty wide open and not really conclusive slash also not very strong this year, um, as much as I enjoyed Cooper's performance, I think he, he's clearly you know several tiers behind the two front runners, which would be Christian Bale and Rami Malek. Um, I, I really don't see anyone else kind of coming in and, and winning. I don't think Beagle Mortensen will have what it takes to win it, especially since it looks like the performance that they're going to herald uh, is going to be Mahershala Ali's. And then Willem Dafoe, no one really saw at Eternity's Gate. So he would, Cooper would probably be somewhere in the, in the middle, probably tied with, with Mortensen, but doesn't really stand a chance to win. I will be quite surprised if he does pull off this win. And if he does, I think we'll see a whole bunch of things going A Star is Born's way. But as of right now, I, I just don't foresee that happening. Up next is this newcomer named Stephanie Germanata, who decided to bill herself as Lady Gaga for some reason, um, nominated for Best Actress. And this is a pretty interesting uh, situation because she gives a really strong performance. You know, you can't help but watch this movie and think about her music career and how this sort of feeds into one another. She definitely is doing her best not to seem like she's Lady Gaga, but she still decided to be built that way, which I think is, is a very interesting scenario uh, because a lot of time, you know, musicians or other performers uh, usually ditch their stage name from another profession to be billed under the real name. You know, you think about Dwayne Johnson for a while was Dwayne the Rock Johnson, but is now just Dwayne Johnson. Um, where does she rank as far as Best Actress goes? This is another one that I think is wide open, like the best actor. The difference being, I think almost any of these could be crowned winners. You know, you have people like Glenn Close, who's been nominated, I believe, eight times and has never won in a very shocking way. You have the upstart newcomer, Yalitzia Apricio. Um, I feel like I'm pronouncing that wrong now. Um, who, if Roma sweeps everything, she can be up there too. Olivia Coleman for the favorite was getting so much buzz and could easily slide up there. And then Melissa McCarthy turned in such a stunning performance in Can You Over Forgive Me? I can easily see how that could potentially be in there too. So this is almost like rolling the dice of who is actually going to win. I would probably put her on the second tier, probably right behind either Glenn Close and Olivia Coleman. Um, but I can easily see a scenario where Lady Gaga wins. Um, at this point where the race is sort of heading, I just don't think she is the favorite to dethrone the favorite. 
Uh, up next, you've got supporting actor. Um, I don't know what's with the acting categories this year, but they all kind of seem all over the place and not really super strong. It really seems like it's Mahershala Ali's award to lose. I think Adam Driver and Richard E. Grant gave phenomenal performances. I don't know if they're the dark horses or what, um, but I can see Sam Elliott being a dark horse where, you know, if Cooper's winning, you can also see how Gaga and Sam Elliott are probably also going to be up there, probably going to win as well. Then we move on to the other categories, Best Adapted Screenplay, where Bradley Cooper is nominated for, as I mentioned earlier. Uh, I don't know exactly what to to think of the chances for this. You know, it's up against some really strong nominees like Black Klansman, If Beale Street Could Talk, and Can You Ever Forgive Me? You can never discount a portion of the Academy that will always be in the Coen Brothers' corner for The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Um, where do I think this one is going to go? I think it's going to go to Black Klansman because it will be given the quote-unquote unofficial uh, Best Picture Award because it's the more edgy film. It's doing some really unique and interesting things. A Star is Born, I think, frankly, is, you know, just happy to be nominated for this category. I really don't think it's, it's screenplay uh, is what drives it over the top. A lot of people, you know, praise the first half, but are really kind of soft on the second half and towards the finale as well. Best Cinematography. This is another one where I think they should just sort of be happy to be nominated in this category, it's up against some really strong contenders. Uh, the favorite, Roma, Cold War, all are doing some really unique and interesting things. I haven't seen Never Look Away yet, so I can't really comment on the prospects. I really don't think that one stands a chance. Um, but I think it's most likely going to go to either Roma or The Favorite. And A Star is Born is just happy to be there. There's, there's no real path for this for it to win. Then you have Best Original Song, uh, Shallow, from the movie, which seems like the closest shoe-in award of the night for it. Probably the only real gimme. That said, Best Original Song is also can be one of the more surprising ones. Uh, Gaga has been nominated before for uh, a song, um, Tell It Happens to You, from a documentary a few years ago. So she's definitely no stranger to this category. This is a perfect pop song that was really popular with just about everyone. Uh, I was actually at a New Year's concert with a cover band, and they performed it, and it was really great to see it live, really fun. Um, This None of the other songs in this category really seem like it stands a chance. Uh, Stranger things have happened, but... I would definitely put this as the most likely one to win and probably Stars Born's best chance at getting an Oscar. Lastly, we have Sound Mixing. Now, all three of these movies that I'm going to be talking about today are nominated for either Sound Mixing, Sound Editing, or both. Stars Born is only nominated for Mixing, but I'm going to take a brief moment to kind of explain the differences in the awards. I read this great article that really helps summarize it. Um... For sound editing, that's the dialogue you see on the screen, that's the emanating noise, that's the music coming. Basically, if you picture an orchestra, 
Sound editing is the composers. They're the ones that are writing it all and bringing it all together. And then on the other side, you have the sound mixing, which are like the conductors. They say how loud, how soft, how fast this music is going to be played, the sound is going to be played, the dialogue, whether it's going to overlap with other things, things like that. So editing is choosing the pieces. Mixing is how it's layered together. So now we're going to talk about sound mixing for A Star Is Born. Both of these categories, I really don't know what to think. You know, typically you have a war movie or a big action movie that is seen as the front runner and will usually win for its technical achievements. The Academy loves gunshots for some reason. That said, for sound mixing, I would call it being a dark horse in the sense that I think all five films are a dark horse, basically. Um, it is up against uh, Black Panther, Bohemian Rhapsody, First Man, and Roma. I think, you know, Black Panther, it's got the action elements. Bohemian Rhapsody, it's got the music elements. First Man, it's got not quite the action, but the space shuttle uh Sound, and then Roma is a lot more of a nuanced film. I think that might be the only one that I wouldn't really call a front runner for this. So, realistically, I think Stars Born is going away with for sure one Oscar, potentially anywhere from one to two, maybe three others. Uh, if things start going its way, I can definitely see how four or five wins might go in its favor. But really, best original song is the one to lock in now for A Star Is Born. Don't freeze. I never freeze. The revolution will not be televised. Show me my respect. Next movie we're going to talk about is Black Panther. Now, several months ago, it seemed like the Academy was tinkering with how they're going to have the show, and they put out there that there was going to be a best popular film, which right away seemed like Black Panther was going to be the front runner for that, considering how much praise it got. Um, but there was a ton of black backlash for that idea, and thankfully, it ended up getting nixed. That said, Black Panther still ended up getting a nomination for Best Picture, and along with a bunch of others. And they are Best Picture, Best Original Song, Best Production Design, Best Costume Design, Best Original Score, Sound Mixing, and Sound Editing. <clears throat> so, we talked about this idea of Best Popular Film, which ended up not happening, still scored a Best Picture nomination. When this movie came out, there was so much buzz and praise about the handling of the story, the unique spin that director Ryan Coogler had taken on it, the fact that the compelling story of the villain was a real highlight, including a performance from Michael B. Jordan, who I think was snubbed for a supporting actor nomination, and a bunch of other things. And then as soon as the nominations came out, there was a ton of backlash for it, not just from the regular film snobs, but more so from the Marvel fans who posited that Black Panther wasn't even the best superhero movie of the year. It was probably the third best behind Infinity Wars and Deadpool 2. To that, I say, that's a load of baloney. Black Panther is not only the best superhero movie of the year, 
but frankly, it would probably be top two or three Marvel superhero movies yet, since they've been doing this Marvel Cinematic Universe. So it's all a bunch of junk that people are suddenly coming out to hate on it so much. That said, it's odds for Best Picture. You might as well put it near the bottom. Um, there's ones that I definitely like a lot less than this, one we're going to talk about later, but I think it stands one of the least solid chances to get the win. And so really, it's just happy to be there, and I don't know what else you could say about that. For Best Original Song, we talked about how A Star is Born is clearly the frontrunner for Shallow. If you were to maybe say that there was a runner-up, it would most likely be All the Stars from Black Panther. It's a really solid R&B pop song. I like it quite a bit. If, for some reason, it doesn't go to Shallow, which I really can't see that... I could see, you know, there being a way where all all the stars is the one that it's awarded to. Best production design. This is something that is really stands out for Black Panther. You know, the next couple of categories is where this film really stands out. Uh, Kugler created this beautiful world of the fictional country of Wakanda. Um, that takes place in Africa and it really borrows heavily from a lot of different African cultures and something that really gave the story the weight it needed. It has some really beautiful sets and the way it is decorated. You have this traditional African style mixed with this retro, not retro futurism, but this futurism style. Um, and it has a, so much fun and life and energy to it. I really think that it is the front runner for best production design. It's got some 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 stiff competition um, between probably Mary Poppins Returns or the favorite, but I really don't don't see a way where where Black Panther ends up winning this award. Much like best costume design, the costumes in this are phenomenal. There's this great variety video that I will link in the show notes, uh, where they break down anatomy of a scene and they talk about the uh, the ritual where Black Panther is T'Challa is named king, and they go over all the costumes of this, and you have all the different tribes and how each tribe basically is influenced by different you know, actual tribes in Africa, you know, the influence from the Maasai's, influence from the Turkana's, and so forth. And then you have the Queen Mother, whose headdress and neck piece is 3D printed, and it, the intricacy and beauty on this is so beautiful. Um, and you really can't help but fall in love with all of the costumes, the way that they do that. And... Frankly, it not only is the front runner, it is a very deserving front runner. Uh, you've got the dresses and the favor, which are also very interesting and unique, and, and same as Mary Queen of Scots, both of them with the period pieces of this royal look. Um, those are the only other ones that, that might be up there or come in and, and steal it away. I think the only way that would happen is if the favorite ends up going on a bit of a tear. We're going to talk about that on uh, the next episode. Uh, but this is also Black Panthers to lose. Then you have the score done by Ludwig Gornson, who is most known for being the silent 
partner of uh, Donald Glover in his Childish Gambino project. He creates all of the music with Glover and helps in all of the arrangements and even some of the songwriting as well. Uh, he met Glover on the set of Community and was doing the music for that, which also had a terrific score. And he continues his, his really solid work in Black Panther. The most noticeable aspect is the talking drum, which if you've never seen what that actually sounds like, it's really cool to see it alone. And then as soon as you recognize the sound, you realize how much that really influences the the sound of Black Panther. He sort of marries uh, the traditional African music with modern hip-hop, uh, especially with like an Oakland twist on it where the movie partially takes place. And, and it really does a great job of that. This is definitely going to be another one that I think Black Panther is going to win. Now the last two I'm going to combine a bit is sound mixing and sound editing. As I talked about with The Star is Born, I really don't know who is going to win these awards. This seems like there's no clear favorite. Uh, if Black Panther ends up, you know, winning the three I talked about, maybe winning Song. I can definitely see how it will win these two awards as well. If things end up going in the direction of uh, of a different film, I can see how it wins maybe only one of them or none of them at all. This is going to be one of the tougher categories, and I think if you're doing a pool, uh, this might be some of the make-or-break uh, points for you. No one will play us on the radio. We need to get experimental. Thunderbolts and lightning, very, very frightening me. Do it again. One more. How many more Galileos do you want? Roger, there's only room in this band for one hysterical queen. In the last movie we're going to talk about is Bohemian Rhapsody, the Queen slash Freddie Mercury biopic. Uh, this film has five nominations, including Best Picture, Best Actor for Remy Malek, Best Editing, Best Sound Mixing, and Best Sound Editing. So, where does it rank for Best Picture? Well, I really don't care for this movie. Uh, it got a substantial amount of praise, some of it we will go over a bit later. Um, it seems like every time a musical biopic comes out there is a section of the movie going population that always loves uh, musical biopics regardless of the quality i for one am not a fan of the very traditional let's tell a 30-year story narrative you're trying to fit too many details into it with such little time and end up glazing over too much and it allows for a lot of embellishment of the story, something that this film definitely does do. It combines characters, it moves around timelines, it omits necessary information and context, and adds stuff that falsifies the narrative. Frankly, this movie will probably come in near last place, especially with the fact of the controversy of the director who shall not be named. Um, being fired from the set, being replaced near the end, and still technically given official credit, despite not people not being too sure how much work he actually did. Moving on to the best actor for Rami Malek, this is something that 
is basically universally praised. He gets down all of Mercury's manner- mannerisms pretty close to his speaking tones uh, and just turns out one hell of a performance, especially in the live music sections. Um Malik has been a very underrated actor for about a decade now. You know, he's most well known for his role on Mr. Robot, which is pretty phenomenal. But he goes way back to even the the Night of the Museum movies. He was turning in pretty solid supporting performances as King Tut uh, in movies that were only so-so, depending on your thoughts on them. Um, So he's really someone that, people have kind of had their eye on for a while and it seemed like this year was really his big breakthrough if christian bale doesn't end up winning for vice malik is definitely the next closest who will most likely come in and win as far as if i were to pick which one of them were to do it if you were to put some money down i would probably put it on bale right now uh things could definitely change but i think it's bale by a hair at this time And then you have Best Editing. This movie doesn't really do anything unique comparatively to the other nominees in the category like Black Klansman and The Favorite. Uh, Even The Vice has some really great editing as well. Uh, Much like Green Book, this is a very structurally made film where it's just point A to point B with not much else going on behind the scenes. You know, there's a little bit of... Uh, era jumping but that doesn't it doesn't do anything certainly unique with the actual editing itself especially with the musical performances where they're just trying to keep it as realistic as possible so that editing is is almost unseen but not in an invisible great way that some films have their editing and then over to sound mixing and sound editing which once again i will combine for the sake of brevity Very much like Black Panther and A Star is Born, I think these three films are the front runners for the awards. Obviously, A Star is Born only has one nomination out of the two. Um, But, you know, might as well flip a three-sided coin for this to figure out who's going to be the winner. I can see... Black Panther definitely may be coming in with one of them, and Bohemian Rhapsody with the other, depending on how things shake out. Um, Basically, I would put anywhere from one to three wins for Bohemian Rhapsody. It will certainly not top three wins. There's no way it will win Best Picture or Best Editing, but it looks like one or two is, is certainly the ceiling with three at the absolute best it can do. Well, that wraps up. This week's episode, um, I hope you enjoy listening to me talk about A Star is Born, Black Panther, and Bohemian Rhapsody. Next week is going to be wrapped up with the final two films of the Best Picture race. So make sure you stay tuned for that. Make sure you go to liveandlimbo.com to check out the show notes where I'm going to list all the categories and the odds each of these films have to win, along with a couple interesting things, including last week's episode, in case you have not listened to it yet. Make sure you follow the show at ContraZoomPod and myself at DGPA on Twitter, uh, and let me know who you think is going to win each of the categories. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Thanks.